Welcome to the Shepherd's Crook Podcast. The Shepherd's Crook exists to provide care, counsel, and resources for pastors. You can get more information at theshepherdscrook.co. My name is Jared Sparks, and I'm a pastor coming alongside other pastors, reminding them of the chief pastor. Welcome to the Shepherd's Crook Podcast. This is episode 71. I hope you're doing well today. I want to talk to you today about how the pastor cannot be a bully. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, we need wisdom and direction. Help us to be the kind of men that lead with gentleness and not with violence. We've seen the tragedy of pastors leading as violent men, as bullies, and we don't want to do that. Help us to lead with gentleness, with love, with patience. Help us to be those kind of men. Help us to be more like King David and not like King Saul. God, I trust that you're going to lead this discussion. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, I hope you're doing well today. I really do. I've had a good morning, and I'm excited to work through this today with you. And this is kind of new and fresh for me. I get up and I look through these each morning before I record and write them out, or just jot some notes down on a page and just think through them before I talk to you about them. And this has kind of been years of studying pastoral requirements and qualifications, so it kind of all just comes together and I really look forward to doing these, and I hope they've been helpful. And one of the things I want to encourage you with, if they have been helpful, is go ahead and just pause right now, if you would, and go to your iTunes and just leave a rating and a review. Those really help spread the word about the podcast. And then after you've wrote a rating, or after you've left a rating and a review, would you consider just scrolling through, finding your favorite episode, the episode that's been the most helpful for you, the most encouraging to you, and would you share those with somebody? Would you share it on Facebook or Twitter or even say something about it on Instagram? Please help me share the word about The Shepherd's Crook because I really want to help. I truly want to help as many pastors and churches as possible. And so as this spreads to seminarians, to pastors, to leaders in churches, the hope is is that these pastors will become more and more healthy, and then their churches will be more and more healthy. So please help me spread the word about the Shepherd's Crook podcast and the Shepherd's Crook as a ministry. Second thing I want to remind you of, you've been hearing me talk about it, is the cohort. From January to June, I'm going to be doing online cohort videos, and I'm inviting you into that, and we're going to have a discussion. It's not just going to be lecture-based. It's going to be discussion-based on who is a pastor and what does a pastor do. If you will sign up, just message me. That's all you have to do to sign up. Message me, and it's going to cost $100 or a $100 donation. Then in January, I will send you a packet that's going to have like a welcome packet with a syllabus and all the books that we're going to be. You will have to buy a few books off Amazon just if you don't already have those books. But I would love for you to join the cohort. And then, if you would, think about questions that you have on pastoral ministry. Send those to me. You can DM me on Instagram. You can Facebook message me. You can just find me. Just Google and find me. Send the message through the the link, the contact page on theshepherdscrook.co. I want to try to answer as many of your questions as I can. And so if you'll send me questions about life and pastoral ministry. It doesn't have to be specifically on pastoral ministry. It can be on just the home life of a Christian man. How do we conduct ourselves at home or in the workplace or whatever? Send me those questions and it may just come up on a bonus episode. Okay, let's not be a bully. The qualification comes from 1 Timothy chapter 3. We're continuing to walk through this chapter, just working through these qualifications. And this, I think, is an overlooked qualification 
The saying is trustworthy. If anyone aspires to the office of overseer, he desires a noble task. Therefore, an overseer must be above reproach, the husband of one wife, sober-minded, self-controlled, respectable, hospitable, not a drunkard, not violent, but gentle. Friends, this is what got Driscoll. In 2005, I started listening to sermons, podcasts, and I Google searched and found these podcasts from Mars Hill Church. I was trying to find Rob Bell, but accidentally, under the providence of God, I found Mark Driscoll. I started listening to Driscoll and really loved him. It was the first time I'd heard preaching that was expositional. And I was a dime a dozen guy, just like everybody else who is searching and finding internet sermons. I, I really loved listening to him. And friends, this is what got him. He became a bully. And he threw his power around. He became a King Saul instead of a King David. And these power complexes can come up in that type of personality really quick. And I want to talk to you about Two kinds of pastors. Most pastors I know have a bit of intensity to them. They're guys that are leading the charge. Some are more docile and more gentle, and we'll get to that here in a minute, the errors with just the overly gentle man. But we are not to be bullies throwing our leadership around in power-hungry ways. Okay, So I want to talk to you about two ways that that intense personality can come out and then show you some of the ways that Driscoll and others like him can really walk in air. Okay, so number one, we can use our power or leadership ability to get everyone to submit to us. The violent man, you look this up, the word violent, it comes out in several different ways, but one of the meanings of the word is to be a bully, to throw your power around and to be a bully. And there are many pastors who lead like this. It may not come out as in as flamboyant ways. It may come out in passive aggressiveness. But there are many pastors who are leading in such a way that just simply wants to secure as much power as possible for themselves. And this sort of leadership where you're leading by way of being a bully is about submission. It's about getting everybody around you to submit to you. And it hurts people because you end up using people and you're demanding uniformity of people under your vision. So whatever your vision is, you, it becomes the mallet by which you say, this is what God's doing. And if you're not doing what God's doing, you're not on the right bus. You need to get out of this church and find another church that's more fit for you because this is what God's doing here. And in reality, it's not at all what God's doing. It's what that man's doing. And he is using, actually using, quote unquote, vision to be a bully and throw the mallet of his vision over the foreheads of people there demanding submission to them. Uniformity, 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 get on the bus, my bus. Now, in that sort of system, in that sort of leadership, when you're leading as a violent man, every question is taken personally, and it's like it's an assault or a sign of mutiny within the constituents. And so that pastor is not ever gentle. He's always violent and always on edge. And everybody around him is walking on eggshells and not wanting to question him. The only thing he can receive from people is praise or that uniformity. That pastor receives that very, very well. And so he will elevate in leadership, those who will praise him and give him what he wants, and anybody who questions him, he will get out as quickly as possible. Or he will turn other people against them as if they're against God because they're against him. That's being a violent man. And a man like that has no business being in ministry. He sees himself as God and demands everybody else treat him like that as well. 
That's King Saul. That's not King David. When King Saul, it turned, I'm reading through my Bible reading right now, reading through First and Second Samuel. The whole turn in King Saul happened when he heard people singing about King David, that, that Saul has killed his thousands, but David his tens of thousands. And what King Saul should have done is said, oh my goodness, if King, what can we do together if David is killing tens of thousands and I've killed my thousands? Well, let's come together and let's, and let's do what God wants us to do. But instead, rivalry rose up inside of him. And he ended up being a man who would throw spears at God's anointed, all the while claiming to still be God's anointed. And so friends, if we don't watch it, if you're that kind of personality, then you're going to end up living a life where everybody around you is scared of you. And it's <laughs> you'll think, oh, look, God's, there's, look at the unity here. And it's not unity, it's fear. And you don't want to be that kind of man at all. And it's sneaky because you can hide in your personality and you can say, hey, this is just me. I'm sorry. This is just my personality. And so the second man I want to talk about is the man that has that kind of personality, but instead of demanding everybody else submit to him, he's the man that submits to God. You see, a a naturally violent person, a natural bully, can be qualified for ministry still if he's a man who submits to God rather than asking everybody else to submit to him. This is the pastor who brings his personality to God and says, God, I know that there are aspects of my personality that have to be repented of. Just because I am the way I am or do the things I do, that doesn't make it okay. I need to repent of my personality. And so that man comes under the submission of God and he becomes a slowly a gentle man. He knows that he can't be the kind of man that picks up the spear to everyone who asks questions of him or seems to be a threat to him. He wants to be the kind of man who's humble and gentle. And now as I'm reading through this Bible reading plan, I get into 2 Samuel. And it's fascinating. In 2 Samuel, when Joab murders Abner, David is responding to a group of people and he said, I was gentle today, though anointed king. And David was mourning the loss of Abner. And this really intense man, David, he knew how to be gentle. He knew how to mourn. He knew how to grieve. Friends, this is what we see in Jesus. Jesus is the true model of all this. He is the prophet, priest, and king. He knew how to be strong and throw out money changers in the temple when he needed to be. And he knew how to be gentle. He knew how to weep with those who are weeping. This is our call. By the grace of God, we want to become more and more Christ-like. And we want to become more and more David-like. We don't want to become more and more Saul-like. So David didn't question those who had questions to him. Nathan came to him and said, you're the man, when he had realized he sinned against God. And he didn't turn around and kill Nathan. He was patient with people and he was humble. And this is how Jesus is. Ultimately, he is patient with people and he walked with great humility. He was a servant. And so to be gentle... For all of us now, we're kind of talking about this category of guy that's just naturally intense or naturally strong. We're all called, if you're that kind of person, to be gentle and to not be a bully. Reject that aspect of your personality that demands submission from from everyone. Gather people around you who will be able to question you, and you're not going to immediately question, question them because they're questioning you. Now, the last aspect is the naturally gentle man. If you're a naturally docile man, and you look at this qualification, oh, and you just say, oh, I'm gentle. That doesn't necessarily mean you're being the kind of man that God wants you to be because you're gentle all the time. To be gentle does not mean you need to be a wet noodle. And if you're a wet noodle all the time and you just go with the flow and it doesn't matter what people do or if people, you still have to lead. 
you can't walk through life and ministry just acting like you meet this qualification because you just let everybody else do what they want to do and you get trampled on. And to be gentle isn't to not be strong. It's to be a man who knows what battles to fight. And the battle to get everybody in your vision is not the battle to fight. Your challenge is going to be to stand up for yourself and for God and the Word, to have that backbone to complement the gentleness that's already woven into your character. And so everybody, from the naturally aggressive man to the naturally passive man, we are all called to walk in this qualification of being gentle. The aggressive man needs to repent of his aggressiveness and embrace gentleness, and the gentle man needs to repent of his docility and walk in true gentleness. But if we're going to be a pastor of God's people, we cannot be violent. We cannot be a bully. We must be gentle. Thank you for listening. For more information, please visit theshepherdscrook.co. For care and counsel, please call, text, or email to set up a session. You can follow The Shepherd's Crook on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And please consider sharing this episode and leaving a review on iTunes or whatever other podcast platform you use. And let me encourage you to remember Jesus Christ.